Let us pray. Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. 2 Kings 5.14 With a new day upon me, and a new opportunity for growth, I turn my attention to you, Lord. I turn to you with a humble heart, and a request to cleanse me from any illness and disease that will plague my mind, body, and soul. I denounce the leprosy mindset of mediocrity that desires to eat away at my dreams and desires. Give me the faith of Naaman's servant to speak up and to know where I can find life. I release all my pride and ego that may try to hinder my freedom and breakthrough. As I move with faith, meet me at my place of action. Meet me at the place of my obedience. No matter how absurd your instruction may seem, I'll dip my life into the living water of your word until I am made whole. Thank you, Lord, for my newness and for my healing. I shall live and experience your goodness from this moment on. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for making prayer a priority in your life. To hear the Bible come to life, stay tuned for The Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. A rotting body made new. 
In our last story, God promised a child to a childless woman to reward her generous spirit. However, when the boy's life was abruptly taken, all hope seemed to disappear. Elisha laid over the child's body, and by the grace of God, his life was restored. Now we learn of a foreign warrior. A commander of the armies of Syria is plagued with leprosy, and his only hope for healing lies in the Jordan River, inspired by the book of Second Kings. Hello, this is Jack Graham with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. In our previous episode, Elisha befriended a Shunammite woman who generously provided food and lodging for the prophet as he traveled through the kingdom doing God's will. The Lord blessed the woman with a son because of her kindness, but one day the boy suddenly died, leaving her heartbroken, of course. She turned to God through Elisha and was given back this son that she had lost because God worked a miracle and brought life back into her son's lifeless body. Today, we'll hear how Elisha shows God's power beyond Israel, bringing healing and faith to the home of a Syrian commander. So, let's listen now to today's scripture. Deep into the north in the kingdom of Syria, the wind whistled under the blade of Naaman. He was a mighty man, fighting under the name of the Syrian king. His bravery and skill was unmatched in all the land, and he led his men well. Naaman was the crown jewel of his king and the most beloved warrior in his country. For years, Naaman fought and led with complete bravery. His men howled like a pack of wolves behind him as they made raids on other nations. No man could defeat Naaman, yet that did not make him invincible. Naaman came home from battle and stripped off his armor. His body ached, yet this pain was not from hours of fighting. Beginning with his fingertips and crawling up his arm like a spider's web was rotten skin and flesh. Ulcers laced his midsection, and his ears were slowly deteriorating underneath his helmet. Naaman, for all his might and power, could not escape the deadly grip of leprosy. Soon the disease seeped through his entire body. His skin slowly tore off his body, and he lost all feeling in his fingers and toes. Naaman could no longer grip a sword, let alone march into battle with his men. So, from a distance, he would command raids and establish battle strategies. One day, the horsemen of Syria came into Israel like a rain cloud. Their swords and arrows flew through the city like locusts. Naaman's men were excellent raiders, the best in all the east. They raided a border city in Israel, then left with many spoils and slaves. One captive from this raid was a young Israelite girl. She was carried off from her family and forced into service in Naaman's household. The newly captured girl worked under Naaman's wife. She kept quiet, as all slaves did. However, even though her mouth remained shut, her eyes and ears were open. She watched as Naaman limped through the house. She listened in the night as he cried out in anguish. Naaman's plight was no secret to the slave girl. She knew he had leprosy. She knew he was dying. One morning, after lying awake to the sound of Naaman's screams, the girl was tending to her mistress. She looked at her mistress carefully. There was deep pain behind her false mask of nobility. The girl knew that the woman worried over her husband's illness. The girl worked up the courage to speak. If only Naaman was with the prophet of Israel, 
he would surely cure him. The wife of Naaman perked up immediately. Her eyes widened, and even though there was no visible smile, there was a glimmer of hope for the first time in years. Naaman's wife spoke to her husband about the prophet of Israel. Naaman felt a small sliver of hope. A small chance was the only thing someone in his situation needed. Naaman had been counting the days until his demise for years. Now, for the first time in what seemed like a lifetime, he could place his faith in something. Naaman sent word to his king for permission to depart for Israel. The king loved Naaman and sent word to the king of Israel immediately. He sent over gifts of gold, silver, and fine clothing as a sign of goodwill. The letter wrote, When you receive this letter, it will be with my servant Naaman. I have sent him so that you may cure him of leprosy. The king of Israel at that time was Yerom. Naaman stood before Yerom. He watched as the king of Israel scanned over the letter. Yerom looked up from the letter towards the gifts of gold and silver, then back at the letter. Audible scoffs could be heard from the king. They made Naaman uneasy. The king of Israel was silent for a long time. Then, in a fit of rage, he ripped up the letter and tore his robe. The king stood to his feet and yelled, Who am I to you, God? His anger was palpable. Naaman's heart began to sink as he heard the words fling from Yerom's mouth. Am I God to just kill and make live with my words? The king of Syria must be laying a trap for me, for certainly he does not believe I can just cure a man of leprosy. The king continued his fit in front of Naaman, then sent him away. Naaman left humiliated. His hope had been quenched like water to a campfire. Now all that remained was a long and painful journey back home. What Naaman did not know was that the king was not the man of God the girl spoke of. Elisha was. The prophet Elisha had heard the king tore his clothes in front of nobles from Syria. He heard of Naaman and the king of Syria's letter. Elisha pondered what God may be doing and then sent word to the king. He said, Why do you tear your clothes over nothing? Send the man to me so that he may know there is a prophet in Israel. So word was sent to Naaman, and he reluctantly came to the house of Elisha. Naaman knocked on the door. To his surprise, Elisha did not answer. Instead, it was one of Elisha's servants. Go to the Jordan River and wash yourself seven times, the servant said. Your flesh shall be healed, and your body shall be made new. Then the servant shut the door, leaving Naaman to stew in his anger. Naaman was flustered and offended at the interaction. He did not even come out to see me, he yelled. I thought a man of such power would have stood up and called upon the Lord for me. Isn't he supposed to wave his hand and make something happen? Naaman's blood was boiling. The warrior in him was showing as he swung his fists in the air. He could not help but storm away in a rage. And why the Jordan River, he asked. Aren't all the rivers in Syria cleaner and more immaculate than any river in Israel? So Naaman left, heartbroken that he had been humiliated twice in one day, once by a king and a second time by a prophet. As he was walking away, one of his servants came in close and whispered, Father, the prophet has spoken a word over you to wash and be clean. Why not do it? The servant spoke with a great amount of care. He loved his master dearly and hated to see him suffer. He did not realize it, but God was using him to soften Naaman's heart. For God did not only want Naaman to be healed, he desired for his pride to be washed away as well.
Naaman approached the Jordan River. He had heard ancient stories of the Israelite people crossing this river. He had heard whispers of God parting the sea for them to cross over safely. Even though he did not pay much attention to those stories, there was something mysterious as he dipped his feet into the river. Naaman waded into the water slowly. The water was cold. The sun was setting, giving way to a gentle evening breeze. Naaman carefully removed his clothes and began to wash his brittle skin. Naaman was always fearful going into the water. His skin was so thin and fragile that he was afraid he might just dissolve into the water and drift away with the current. He softly touched his skin with the water and scrubbed himself. Gently, he took handfuls of water and washed his body. The sun was kissing the horizon now, and the evening breeze drifted over the water. An intoxicating peace came over Naaman. He closed his eyes. The coolness of the water with the fresh air filled his heart with gladness. He opened his eyes slowly, watching the last light illuminate his skin. It was once gray and rotting, but now it was vibrant and smooth. His limbs were filled with renewed strength, and his face no longer needed to be held together by cloths. Naaman was a new man. In the place where he once brought his people out of slavery, God brought Naaman out of sickness. His dirtiness was washed away with the tides of the Jordan River. All that plagued him drifted away as though it never existed. Naaman was given a new body, and one day God would do this for all of mankind. One day, God would wash away all that plagued humanity. Sin, sickness, death, and destruction would be washed away by the cleansing power of a loving God. Today we are introduced to a man named Naaman. He is a commander in the Syrian army, a powerful and successful leader in battle. And yet, despite his military prowess, his wealth, and his standing in society, Naaman had a problem, a problem that he couldn't solve. He was a leper. Naaman was no friend to Israel and had led raids into the northern kingdom, often carrying Israelites back to Syria as slaves. One of those slaves was a young girl whom Naaman had placed in the household to serve his wife. This young Israelite girl had every reason to hate this man and want him to suffer for what he had done to her. And yet, she saw his pain and had compassion upon him. She spoke to her mistress and said the prophet of Israel could cure his disease. If you want an example of someone who loved her enemy and blessed those who persecuted her, look no further than this young lady. Naaman went to the Syrian king and asked to go to Israel. The king, eager to see his faithful general restored to health, sent him with a personal letter in hopes that he would be healed. Naaman went to the palace of the king where he presented the letter and his request to Jehoram. Jehoram, who was king at that time, thought this was a trap being set by the king of Syria and tore his clothes in distress. Sadly, he did not think of the prophet Elisha, but God's plan would not be changed. When Elisha heard what had happened, he told the king to send Naaman his way. Naaman quickly went to Elisha, expecting the prophet to come out to him and perform a miracle in front of all who watched. Elisha did not even go outside to receive him. He sent a messenger with instructions for the commander to dip himself in the Jordan River seven times. Naaman was offended. He was offended for two reasons. First, Naaman was used to being given honor and prestige, 
and he expected nothing less from this Israelite prophet. But at the end of the day, Naaman was no more special than anyone else. He was a sick person in need of healing. Elisha's decision not to go out to meet him personally was a first step in humbling Naaman before God. Secondly, why would Naaman, a proud Syrian, want to bathe in a Jordan River, an Israeli river? He couldn't imagine why he should dip himself in such a dirty river when he had much cleaner choices back home. But as Naaman would soon discover, this was God's chosen land, and he was seeking healing from the God of Israel. And so he would have to humble himself before God. How many times do we seek healing or blessing or favors from God and we put conditions on how we receive it? Like Naaman, we are unwilling to surrender ourselves to know and do God's will as an act of surrender. Naaman was about to go home angry and disappointed. Then in 2 Kings 15, 13, we read these words. But his servants came near and said to him, My father, it is a great word the prophet has spoken to you. Will you not do it? Has he actually said to you, Wash and be clean? To his credit, Naaman listened to his servants. Perhaps he was still doubtful, but he did exactly as Elisha told him to do. And as he came out of the Jordan the seventh time, his skin became smooth and clean like that of a baby. There was no mistaking it. This was a miracle. He was healed, and it was God who did it. Through Naaman, God demonstrated his heart to heal not only his own people, but to bring healing and hope to the Gentiles as well. And one day, God would send one who would bring healing to the whole world and turn hearts to the God of all the earth. Dear God, thank you that even when we are unsure— and have doubts about your plan and our willingness to follow it. We know that when we trust you and surrender our wills to do your will, that you will heal our hearts and our hurts, and you will demonstrate your love for us over and over again. We know you did this at the cross when Jesus died, and in the promise of the resurrection that he lives forever. So thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, that you are our healer, and you are our hope, and that you wash us clean and give us new hearts, and an abundant life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer and Bible study a priority in your life. And if you enjoyed this podcast, tell someone else about it. We would love to connect with you at jackgraham.org for there are resources and opportunities for you to continue to grow in your faith through this ministry. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pre News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.